Welcome to Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm your host, Candy Lucas. We Catholic cemeteries know that the loss of a loved one has a profound effect on our lives, and we would like to help you deepen your faith, pay attention to where God is moving in your life as you grieve, and call upon the love of God to accompany you. Each week, we take a different text or scripture or poem, or maybe an idea from the Holy Spirit, and we use that idea or poem or song to help us reflect more deeply on our grief and God's place in our life and God's place next to us as we grieve. Please remember you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. I've been speaking to many different groups lately, and the subject has come up time and again about the death of various loved ones and the experience where people were in the room when the loved one died. Almost everyone has had a similar experience, feeling the veil between life and death, darkness and light, heaven and earth, the here and the beyond, that that veil was thinned. How could it be that so many different people from so many different walks of life had such a similar experience. Several times when I brought this up in a group and start talking about how thin the veil was when I was attending hospice patients, I see people start nodding before I get the words finished. So today I want to talk about the experience of that veil the significance of that veil, the nearness of God at the last hour of a person's life. I first came upon this experience when I was working with hospice patients as a vigil volunteer. We worked to attend those who were in their last 24 to 48 hours of life. And we were a group of volunteers that trained specially beyond our hospice training to be able to be there and listen. Periodically, we met to support one another in this work as it sometimes could be difficult. And it almost always, in those groups, it almost always occurred that we begin to talk about the nearness of God. Not everyone in that group was Christian. There were Buddhists and people who practiced other religions but there was a recognition of a door, a veil, 
an entrance, an exit, a parting, as it were, between this world and the next. Surely we could not all be sharing one delusion. So I have to recognize that there is some reality to this phenomenon. I've been in the room where the deaths were quite difficult, and yet at the very time and moment before and during the death, the last breath is quite remarkable. And so I have to imagine, and I believe we talked about it, that even in a violent death, there is that moment of wholeness, that moment of release, that moment of embrace, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it is the cry of all humanity or the embrace of all humanity that catches that person at the last moment. But I believe something like that happens. Because I'm Catholic, I believe it is the love of God that embraces us, which is probably consistent with other religions. I don't think it's inconsistent with Judaism or with Islam or even with Buddha. As many things the Buddhists believe have to do with being made whole, which when you think of something being made whole, it's coming back into the group, being reabsorbed. And isn't that what God is doing for us when we die? I think it is. I think it very much is. I call that moment grace, the experience of grace, because that last breath is as sacred as our first breath. I was with my mother when she took her last breath. And I remember her friend telling me how lucky I was that she was with me when I took my first breath and I was with her when she took her last breath. I think these moments do inform our grieving, their loved one should be reassured that they were received in a loving embrace of comfort and peace and pure divine love at that moment. And we're aware of it. I once heard somebody, their hope for death would be that it would be like going asleep in the bedroom when you can hear a family party out in the living room. I thought that was a really interesting description, and I really like it. When I imagine my own death, I like the idea of the windows being open and the curtains blowing and 
hearing children playing outside. These images we are drawn to have to do with our earthly life and what we imagine death to be, what we hope for our own death, what we hope for those who grieve our passing, that it not be a painful, remonstrative time, but rather a time of sweet remembrance. I have come into the world to hear this. Every song the earth has sung since it was conceived in the divine's womb and began spinning from his wish. Every song by wind and fin and hoof. Every song by hill and field and tree and woman and child. Every song of stream and rock. Every song of tool and lyre and flute. Every song of gold and emerald and fire. Every song the heart should cry with magnificent dignity to know itself as God. For all other knowledge will leave us again in want and aching. Only imbibing the glorious sun will complete us. I have come into the world to experience this. Men so true to love, they would rather die before speaking an unkind word. Men so true, their lives are his covenant, the promise of hope. I have come into this world to see this. From the 14th century Persian poet Hafiz. That brings to a close another episode. I'm Candy Lucas, your host, aftercare coordinator for Catholic Cemeteries in San Jose, chaplain and spiritual director. Please support us by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Spotify. You can contact us through the telephone number or email on the show notes. We always welcome your comments and suggestions for future episodes. Spiritual direction is always available for those who are grieving through Catholic cemeteries. Be gentle with yourselves. Travel with God. Vaya con Dios.